The meditation you're about to do has been called the blessing of the energy centers. Before we get into the meditation, I want to provide you with a little bit of knowledge and information so that you get the most out of the process. I've always said that the atom is 99.99999% empty space. It's information, it's energy, it's frequency, and it's 0.00001% particle or matter. And that matter only exists as a momentary phenomenon. As a matter of fact, if the atom was the size of an SUV, then the electron that field around the atom where the electron appears, the electron when it appears would exist about the size of a chickpea. But the distance between the nucleus of the atom being the SUV and the P being the electron would be about 85,000 square miles, exactly where it could exist. So we can see that there's a vastness of information between the nucleus of the atom and the outer field of it. So now, if you take two atoms, like a sodium ion and a chloride ion, now this isn't complicated, and you take those two atoms and you put them together and they form a molecule. When they form a molecule, the one field of the sodium atom is connecting to the field of the chloride atom and where they overlap, they're sharing information. And so then there is a resonant field that's created around two atoms coming together, and that information that they're sharing changes those atoms to form a molecule. Now, if you were to take those molecules and you were to combine more complexity to those molecules, now those molecules would create a chemical. And so instead of two atoms coming together, we may have hundreds of atoms coming together, and when they bond together, they share a field of information. And that field now is surrounding that chemical. Now, if you take chemicals and you organize chemicals into complex systems, those chemicals can assemble together to form cells. And the information that all of those chemicals are sharing produces a field of information around the cell. Now, if you take cells and you organize cells together, those cells form tissues. And those tissues share a field of information, and all of those cells are working together for the greatest good. And that information that they're sharing is a collective consciousness. Now, if you take those tissues and you organize those tissues into an organ, now we have a collective group of tissues that are functioning collectively as cells that are organized as chemicals that are working together as molecules that have assembled as atoms, and there's a field of information that's created around that organ. And that organ's field of information that's around it, that auric field that's presenting around it, is sharing information that allows matter to do what it does. There's a force field around that organ. If you take organs and you organize organs together, you create systems, systems of the body cardiovascular system, the digestive system, the immune system, the reproductive system. All of these systems function as a collective consciousness, and all of the information that's surrounding that particular system is sharing a collective consciousness of information. 
So then, we could say then, the system functions off an energetic field because matter exists, because energy is giving life to matter. Now, if you take all those systems and you organize those systems together, now you have a body. And the body then has a field of information around it. And you can call it the auric field, or you can call it the personal field, but it doesn't matter. It's a field of information in which matter is sharing energy and sharing information that is beginning to give life or give order or coherence or rhythm to matter. So now, we go from atom to molecule, molecule to chemical, chemical to cell, cell to tissue, tissue to organ, organ to system, system of the body. And that field of information that is surrounding your body, that invisible field of information, is what gives life or gives order to matter. I've always said that all disease is a lowering of frequency. And as the frequency begins to lower in matter, if it continues to reproduce over and over again, lower and lower frequency, in time that frequency begins to become incoherent. It begins to move out of rhythm, out of balance, out of order. We could say then that if we had a group of drummers all drumming together, and all these drummers had no rhythm, it would sound like a lot of noise. That's called incoherence. But if we had four really great drummers come along, and those drummers all of a sudden had rhythm and beat, in time, the drummers would begin to entrain everybody that was drumming, and they would produce a rhythm or an order or a coherence. It's a natural phenomenon. As a matter of fact, if you had a group of grandfather clocks, 20 or 30 clocks, and you placed them in the same room, and they were all tick-tocking out of order. If you went away for a month or two and you came back, in time, all of those clocks would begin to entrain to each other. There would be a rhythm or a pattern or a synchrony to those clocks. If you have a group of women in college dorm that are sophomores, and they're all menstruating at different times, in a matter of a few months, all of those women will begin to menstruate at the same exact time because there's an order or a rhythm to the universe. So now, if all disease is a lowering of frequency, and if we keep lowering frequency more and more, and the atom is mostly energy and frequency and less matter, then we could say then, as we begin to lower the frequency and the body begins to break down, it lowers to the point of creating incoherence it begins to create dissonance or imbalance. So then, let's just review something here. If your body is made up of energy and matter, and all disease is a lowering of frequency, how then do we lower frequency in the body? Well, we live in two states of mind. We either live in survival, and living in survival is living in stress, and the long-term effects of stress creates an incoherent signature in brainwave patterns. And that incoherent signature in the brainwave patterns begins to send an incoherent signature down your central nervous system, which then begins to create an arrhythmic or asynchronous message to your cardiovascular system, to your digestive system, to your immune system, and the body begins to lower its frequency. In fact, we know that the survival emotions 
cause us to become materialists, and the long-term effects of those survival emotions cause us to begin to define reality with our senses. We're bodies living in an environment and living in time, and the survival emotions of anger and aggression and lust and competition and fear and anxiety and guilt and shame, hopelessness, those emotions begin to lower the frequency of the body because every time you react and turn on those primitive systems, you're consuming energy. Now, the short-term effects of that is that the body can recalibrate itself in time and it can begin to restore its energy. But the long-term effects by living by these emotions literally draws energy from the field and into matter. As a matter of fact, you begin to believe you're more particle and less wave. You're no longer living beyond this reality. You are enslaved to this reality. The other state of mind is creation. And in a state of creation, you have to abandon your body. You have to forget about the people and things in your environment and your problems. And you have to forget about time. You have to become nobody, no thing, and no time. And that is when you begin to create energy or you begin to utilize energy to create destiny. Living in survival then, over time, begins to consume all the energy from the field and the body begins to become more matter and less energy. And if the incoherence of those signals in the brain are causing incoherent messages in the body, then the body lowers its frequency because that's the nature of those emotions. The energy is consumed so we're more matter and less energy. And the type of frequency is out of balance. It's out of rhythm. And then now we are subjected to the laws of matter, the laws of thermodynamics, the laws of entropy. And the body begins to break down just like anything in this physical reality that breaks down, that has less energy and is more matter. That's a law of thermodynamics. It's the second law of thermodynamics. Now, take all this information and place this to the side for one second. We have different types of ligands in our brain and in our body. Ligar means to bond. So the first type of ligand is called a neurotransmitter. Neurotransmitters are actually chemical messengers between nerve cells. Once you have a thought and you produce a level of mind, it takes neurotransmitters to get the brain working. Once we pay attention to that thought and we make it more real than anything else, those thoughts begin to produce chemical messengers called neuropeptides, which are assembled in the hypothalamus that are released out of the pituitary. And those neuropeptides then are chemical messengers that begin to activate a third type of ligand called hormones. A very simple graphic in Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself is graphic 3B where I show neurotransmitters, neuropeptides, and hormones. So those are the three ligands. So you can turn on a set of thoughts in your brain to produce a level of mind. You pay attention to that thought. The thought produces a bridge called a neuropeptide that actually makes its way to the body, and it activates a hormonal center. You have a sexual thought. In a very short amount of time, you produce the neuropeptides that begin to signal the sexual glands and you begin to turn on that hormonal center, and you begin to broadcast information out of that center. By the same means, 
If you're feeling guilty or if you're feeling unworthy or you're thinking unworthy or shameful thoughts or guilty thoughts, you turn on a different set of neurotransmitters, activate different set of circuits in your brain to produce a different level of mind. You produce a different set of neuropeptides. They begin to activate different hormonal centers in your body. And now you're broadcasting information out of a different hormonal center. If you're aggressive or you're thinking aggressive thoughts, then in time you produce a level of mind the brain produces a different neuropeptide and you begin to signal the adrenal glands and you begin to mobilize all of this energy for some threat, real or imagined. Now, the moment you think the way you feel and that you feel the way you think, in time, redundancy of the cycle keeps the same hormonal centers turned on. And these hormonal centers in antiquity have been known as the chakra centers or the energy centers that a lot of the yoga traditions have acknowledged. So the first one is the sexual glands. And along with those glands is a plexus of nerves that attach or regulate those different organs in that part of the body. The second energy center primarily has to do with digestion. And because it's connected to digestive glands, then there's information that's released out of the center and it takes energy to digest food. It takes energy to create a child. The third center is the adrenal center. That center has everything to do with our dominance, our fight or flight, our survival, our power, and we're mobilizing enormous amounts of energy when we're in the fight or flight nervous system because when we're threatened, we have to protect the body in the environment and time. And when we react to conditions in our life, we're mobilizing enormous amounts of energy from the body, from the field, and it depletes the field of information. So we become a shrunk energy field. The fourth center has to do with the heart. There's a plexus of nerves in each one of these along with the heart, and that plexus of nerves creates a level of mind. Then there's one in the throat, the thyroid, and it has a plexus of nerves that work with it that produces a level of mind. There is a pineal gland that has a plexus of nerves surrounding it, and then we have the pituitary gland, etc. So then, as we begin to turn on different hormonal centers and we allow ourselves to feel different feelings, we are activating each one of these centers and each one of these centers then has a level of mind that begins to broadcast information into the field, whether it's sexual energy, whether it's aggressive energy, or whether it's antagonistic energy, we're broadcasting information all of the time. So now, if we keep living by the survival emotions, then for the most part, we're turning on the same hormonal centers. And as we're turning on the same hormonal centers and we are addicted to certain emotions, and those emotions are really what we pay attention to the most, then if we keep turning on that stress response and we can't turn it off, then the body begins to utilize or use up all of its energy and we start creating very incoherent signals in each one of these centers that are connected to the glands in those areas. So then the incoherence that's broadcasted out of the sexual center, the incoherence that's broadcasted out of digestive center, the incoherence that's broadcasted out of the power center is beginning to lower the frequency of that center and we're beginning to create disease. So now, here's the question. Is it possible to bless those centers for the greatest good and raise the frequency by putting information in those centers 
to cause coherence to begin to raise matter to a new frequency. In other words, can you entrain the matter and provide new information in that energy center and begin to literally rewrite or re-encode or redefine the incoherence there and elevate matter to a new frequency or entrain matter with new information? And now the information that the cells and the chemicals and the molecules and the atoms and the tissues and organs are consuming is new information that's coherent that begins to provide the proper and necessary energy for atoms to begin to unify in coherence and begin to create chemicals that are more orderly and more balanced, which assemble into new information for cells. And those cells use that information coherently to assemble and produce healthier tissues, which begins to reorganize organs, which begins to change the systems, which ultimately changes the body. Now, we know this to be the truth because in many of our advanced workshops, for example, one woman had a chronic bladder infection for six months. She tried everything to remove that infection. And she came to the event and she blessed that center with new information for the greatest good. She elevated the energy of wholeness, of balance, of coherence. And she just placed information in that center for those cells to begin to consume. And it raised the frequency of that center. And by the third day of the event, all of her pain and all of her symptoms were gone new information placed in that center that raised the frequency or began to entrain those atoms, molecules, chemicals, cells, organs, tissues, and systems into more balance. Another woman who had celiac disease for over 10 years blessed that second center because the second center is the center of information that has to do with processing and digesting food and whether the emotion was guilt whether the emotion was shame, whether the emotion was fear, she just raised the frequency of that center and provided new energy, new frequency, coherent information for everything to get back online with. And she sent us her blood tests, and all of her blood tests were normal. She had no symptoms anymore because the body recalibrated itself. Many, many people who have had food allergies who were consuming all of their body's energy because they were living in the fight-or-flight nervous system, that there was no energy in that center, in that third plexus of a celiac plexus, or what we call the solar plexus. It was depleted of energy because it was overutilized and it was incoherent because she was thinking and feeling that way over and over again, over and over again, and it began to break down energy or break down systems. And so these people laid new information into the center. The information was coherent. The plexus of nerves in that center just produced a level of mind that was coherent. And as those nerves fired and wired properly and consumed that energy, it began to raise the frequency of the hormonal centers. And many, many people we have seen and witnessed were no longer sensitive to those particular foods that they were once allergic to. And now they're eating whatever they want because they overlaid new information in this area. So your job then is to raise the frequency of matter with new information. 
And we know from all of the research that's available, as well as our experience in our workshops, that if you combine a clear intention with an elevated emotion, you will begin to affect matter. Now, the elevated emotions of love, of gratitude, of joy, of appreciation, of inspiration, of wholeness, those elevated emotions begin to slow their frequency down, and when they begin to become matter, entrain matter to a new rhythm, to a new signal, to new information. And so, if you could place your awareness then in the first energy center, in the perineum, and while you rest your awareness in that center, you can place your awareness in the field around that center, in the space around that center, that by the way is filled with information, and you can begin to bless that center for the greatest good and not expect anything. It's not your job to do the healing. It's the greater mind's job to do the healing. All you're doing is changing the resonant frequency and beginning to elevate matter to a new mind. And then if you were to rest your awareness below your navel, just a couple inches below your navel, and once you're centered in that place, as you rest your awareness in that center, to begin to become conscious of the space around your body that that center broadcasts and consumes. And as you begin to put your awareness in the space around that center, we know, according to the research, that when you focus on nothing, when you focus on the space, you begin to create coherence. Now, you can't bless the center with fear. You can't bless the center with hope. You can't bless the center with frustration because that's the exact emotion that's connected to that center. You have to bless it with an elevated emotion, and that elevated emotion begins to entrain matter. So in a state of gratitude, in a state of wholeness, in a state of oneness, you bless the center with information for the greatest good. And what I do when I do it is I think about all those cells, those communities of cells that are working for me as all my children, and a new ruler or a new leader is back. And what would you want to tell those cells? Wouldn't you want to acknowledge them and thank them for the work they do to give you life? And as you begin to put new information in there, those cells will begin to respond, and your body will begin to respond. But it's not your job to try to do the healing. Your job is to put information in there and linger in those emotions, linger in that energy, and then when I say release it, you release it, and you allow the greater mind to begin to do it for you. If you were to expect anything, expect the unexpected or expect nothing. And then if you rested your awareness in the third center where those organs existed, where those glands existed, where the solar plexus exists that produced a level of mind, and then you became aware of the space around that center beyond the boundaries of your body and space, and you blessed that center for the greatest good of wholeness and order, then you laid information in the center coherently, and you were present with what you were doing, the longer you lingered in that state of being, the more information the atoms had that they were sharing, the more information the chemicals and molecules were sharing, new information, and beginning to create coherence where there was once incoherence, and to the tissues and to the organs and ultimately to the systems in the body. 
the body begins to recalibrate itself because all matter then begins to get a new frequency. If you rested your awareness in the space where your heart exists right behind your sternum in the center of your chest, and you became aware of the space around your body in space that emanated from this center, and as you rested your awareness on that space, and you blessed the center to open, and you began to fill it with information for its greatest good, and you began to feel lifted and inspired, and you began to bless the center that it provide an elevated emotion for you, it's possible then that you could heal your heart because it's new information. And if you rested your awareness in your throat, and as you rested your awareness in the center, you became aware of the field around the center, and then you began to think about what you want this center to work for, that your words become law, that your intentions create destiny, that you speak with purpose and with truth, and you began to bless the center for its greatest good and linger in an elevated emotion, that conscious energy that you are creating in the center will begin to reorganize all the tissues, all the organs, all the chemicals, cells, molecules into balance, into coherence. And if you rested your awareness in the space between the back of your throat in the back of your head, in that little pineal area, and you can find a place in there and then become aware of the space around your head that emanated from this space and fill that space with information, that you open this door to see through the veils, to look beyond the illusions of this reality, to begin to ask that the hidden meaning of everything be revealed to you and you begin to bless the center with a clear intention and an elevated emotion, that in fact the chemicals that were created from the pineal gland would begin to be new neurotransmitters that would cause you to see beyond this dimension, dream beyond this dimension, because new information is laid there. And if you blessed the last energy center by resting your awareness right in the center of your head, behind your forehead, and as you rested your awareness in the center, became aware of the space around the center, and asked for harmony, asked for balance, asked for wholeness, and blessed the center and raised it to a new frequency, that the atoms, the molecules, the chemicals, the cells, tissues, the organs in this area, the brain itself, the nervous system would begin to provide new information to the entire body. And as you did this then, you would begin to elevate the body to a new mind, to lift its frequency. And the pituitary gland would begin to create very profound chemicals that would begin to signal hormonal centers so that the body existed in harmony, in balance, and all the systems were working for the greater good. And finally, if you could rest your awareness about 16 inches to 2 feet above your head, in that little portal, in that little door, and you can realize that this center is the door that connects you to the field, and bless the center with appreciation for being alive, that life is being given to you, and you open the door to possibility, that your future be filled with magic and wonder and freedom, and fill that center for the greatest good, 
then everything below it would align to that signal, to that message. And then if you can rest your awareness in the space, around your body in space, that's all information there. And we know that when you're living in the survival emotions, that for the most part, you're more particle, more matter, and less energy. That there's a very limited field around the body because all of the body is consuming that energy and we're more particle, we're more matter, we're materialists. But when we move our energy into our heart, just into our heart, we begin to become more energy and less matter. And the field has been measured up to nine meters. We know then that we can fill this field with information. So all I do is I think about if I were to reach my arms out to the side, right beyond my fingertips, all around me in 360 degrees, that teardrop of energy that's surrounding me, what I begin to fill that with is what I want to experience in my future. And I don't think about anything. I just move into what I want the field to know I'm broadcasting. And that's information then. And that information then begins to slow down in time and become matter. The frequency begins to slow down and ultimately become something physical. And at the same time, what you're broadcasting into the field is what the field brings back to us. And so in a state of gratitude, in a state of reverence, you fill this field for the greatest good. And you know then when you fill this field with the state of gratitude and reverence, that it means that the experience of your life is happening to you now. It's already done. So that is the meditation. I will say first center, second center, third center, and we will go fourth center, fifth center, sixth center, seventh center, the space above your head, and then the field around your body. And when I ask you to rest your awareness in each one of these centers, simply Put your attention in that center. Don't do anything. Don't try to create anything. Rest your awareness there. Be in that center. Then become aware of the space around that center. And when I say, now it's time to bless the center for the greatest good, I want you to think about the information you want to place for those atoms, those molecules, those chemicals, those cells, those tissues, those organs, those systems in the body. What information do you want them to share and consume? And it has to be in a state of coherence because just like those drummers, your coherence that you're creating is causing a rhythm in the tissues. And, and coherence then creates what we call reverse entropy. When you're more energy and less matter, then you're immune to the effects of the laws of thermodynamics. Now you're functioning beyond those laws. You now are a quantum master. You are experiencing the true effects of quantum physics, quantum physics, quantum physics. begin. Sit up straight. Keep your back erect. Relax your body. Love yourself enough to do this. It's 
time to bless those energy centers with new information, to raise the frequency of matter to a new mind, to free the body from the past, and to open the doors to a new future. Now, can you rest your awareness in the first energy center in your body, around the perineum and sexual glands? As you rest your awareness in this center, can you become aware of the space around your body from this center? And can you sense the energy of space around this center in space? center with new information of wholeness, of order, of coherence, and from an elevated emotion, from a new energy. Fill this space for the greatest good. your body to respond to a new mind,
intention with an elevated emotion and matter responds and now surrender it surrender this information to a greater mind and allow it to organize it in a way that's right for you And now, can you rest your awareness in the second center, a few inches below your navel? And can you become aware? the space inside your body that this center occupies and as you rest your awareness in the center. Can you become aware of the space beyond this center in space? Can you feel the energy of space from that point around your body in space? that'll be shared amongst the atoms, the molecules, the chemicals, the cells, the tissues, the organs, the systems of the body, that this new frequency be consumed that it entrain and lift everything in the center to a new mind and bless it for the greatest good in a level of coherence, wholeness, 
balance. heals all. And now surrender to a greater mind and allow it to work for you. Release it as information. And now, can you move your awareness to your solar plexus? your upper abdomen and rest your awareness in this third center you rest your awareness in your body and you sense the volume of space around the center in space. of space beyond your body in space center. It's time to bless the center with a new energy for the greatest good and to fill it with new information 
an elevated energy. Of coherence. Of wholeness. Of order. Come on, feel. Let your body respond. Provide the information so when this frequency slows down, it entrains matter to a new mind. Surrender it into the field and allow this consciousness to organize it in a way that's perfect for you. Surrender, just let go. It's not your job to do anything. that sacred place of your heart right behind your breastbone and rest your awareness in this creative center and bring it to life sending your energy As you rest, your awareness in the center, can you become aware of the space around the center in space? And can you feel the volume of space beyond your body in space? Now bless this center for its greatest good, that it bloom like a flower, and that a new signature of energy begin to elevate your body. love, in gratitude, in appreciation, fill the center with a coherent energy 
your heart open and that you feel who you really are. you place your awareness is where you place your energy. you. And can you ascend your energy, your awareness to the fifth center of your throat? Can you rest your awareness in the center, inside your throat? you rest your awareness in this blessed center, can you sense the energy of space beyond the center in space? of space around 
your neck in space. Bless this center for your greatest good, that your words become law, that you speak with purpose, that you express you really are, that your declarations be law, in wholeness, in truth, in coherence, Fill this space with information. And let your body respond to a new mind. executed in a way that's perfect for you. of your head in space. As you rest your awareness 
fitness center. Can you notice the space around the center in space? Can you feel the volume of space beyond your head in space? Bless this center with a new frequency, a new energy, new information that matter responds to a new mind, that the doors to dimensions be revealed to you. That you see through the veil of this reality that you know the hidden meaning behind all things that the illusions fall away into the field planting a seed in possibility Ascend your awareness to the seventh center behind your eyes in the center of your head. 
wherever you place your awareness is where your energy is. As you rest your awareness in the center, in your head, can you sense the energy beyond the center in space? Can you feel the energy of space around your head? center for the greatest good that the energy and information you lay into the center be consumed by the cells the glands the tissues surrounding the center, that it be lifted to a new mind, in harmony with the body, begin to respond to a new message. into the field and let it be organized and executed in a way that's natural for you.
now can you ascend your awareness in a space above your head in space the portal from energy to matter As you rest your awareness in the center, can you feel the center? With the joy to be alive, gratitude of how it would feel if your prayers were already answered. The appreciation of a future made manifest. the anticipation and expectation of something profound finding you. Go now. And simply become aware of the space around your body in space. Sense the energy beyond your outstretched arms, beyond your fingertips, 
information? Do you want to broadcast? Into the field? Who do you want to be when you open your eyes? For whatever you broadcast this energy into the field in a coherent signature combined with an elevated emotion you'll surely experience Energy gives life to matter. Remember. This feeling. Surrender your efforts to a greater consciousness. That it show cause in your life. That you know that it's real. That you can measure the effects of your mind.